You're listening to the Side Gig Central podcast, episode number 11. Ever feel like you need a huge pile of cash to get started on your dream side gig or launch a unique one-of-a-kind idea that no one has thought of yet in order to be successful in the Wild West gig economy? Well, I've got great news for you. There's actually a bunch of smart computer nerds in Silicon Valley that have already built the platforms and pipes that you need to profit with a side gig. All you have to do is fill the pipes with your skills, your idle car, or even your slightly used coach bag to start making money today. My guest today is Kathy Kristoff, editor of the wildly popular website, SideHustle.com. SideHustle.com is a side gig aggregator website that researches, reviews, and rates more than 300 online platforms, or as I like to call them, plug and play side gigs, that allow you to make money. What I love about SideHustle.com is that they break down all of the side hustle possibilities into three concise categories, work, rent, or sell. Pretty straightforward, right? The diversity of side gigs on this website is totally mind-boggling. And yes, there is truly something for everyone, no matter your skill set or current occupation. Looking for some classic side gig work where you trade your skills for dollars? Categories here range from accounting work to animal care, teaching to translating, mock juror to survey taker, and even virtual assistant to web designer. Looking to leverage an asset and start renting it out for cash? Side Hustle also has some really cool suggestions here too, like renting out your unused parking space, garage, or driveway, or even renting out your home or office space by the hour for special events. And by the way, did you know that you can rent out gently worn baby gear like cribs and strollers on Baby Quip? Yes, this is a real thing that actually exists and people are making money on it. Or on the flip side, interested in selling your stuff and getting it off your hands for good? Side Hustle has even more possibilities for you. From selling puppies to purses, sporting goods, electronics, furniture and clothing, my bet is that you've got a treasure trove of side gig cash just sitting in your house and you don't even know it. So again, I repeat, as I mentioned back in episode 8 with Denise Petty, if you have a smartphone... Wi-Fi, a marketable skill or an asset, there is no reason why you should be broke in 2019. None. I'm dropping the tough love on you today because I am so pumped to tell you exactly how to start side hustling today with what you got. So let's dive right in with Kathy from SideHustle.com. You're listening to the Side Gig Central podcast, where we truly believe that your side gig has the power to change your life. My name is Elena Ciccatelli, and I'm a small business owner and side gig hustler just like you. I'm so excited to help you redefine what success looks like in today's gig economy. Listen in on honest conversations that I have with the experts and from hardworking side gig entrepreneurs just like you who are killing it with their side hustle. Learn the best strategies, tips, and tricks that have helped others pave their own way and craft their dream side gig. So if you're ready to get started, up your game and do the work, you're definitely in the right place. Let's get started. So Kathy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to talk to you today. 
Well, I'm really excited to be here, too. Thanks so much. I love your show. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you. I um, am very uh, curious to know how uh, SideHustle.com got started and uh, kind of your your background in, uh, in side gigs kind of bring us up to speed on how you got into the world of the of the gig economy and, and SideHustle.com. Sure. Um, I have always been a, a journalist um, specializing in uh, financial, consumer, and investigative reporting. And side gigs just fit really neatly into that niche. And so I was constantly getting pitched by people who had some sort of a side gig that they wanted to, you know, have me write about. And so I, and there's so many of them that I started um, to aggregate them in my own little web-based organizational system and, um, and, and for my own edification. And, but then as I started to dig deeper and learn a little bit more about what they were doing and how they operated, I had this revelation that some of these, I mean, I, I was excited about the concept because I've been working from home for about 30 years. Mm. And for me, it was really important um, to have that flexibility to raise my kids. And I thought that this industry was going to do the same, this flexible, you know, work when you want, where you want, all that stuff. But what I found out is some of these are great opportunities and some of them are just lies. And Mm. so I felt it was really important to let people know before they committed themselves which was which. Yeah, that is that's such a great point though too and and I love the way that you laid it out just so clearly in those categories the work, sell, rent and kind of getting to the heart of what you're interested in, what you can kind of dive into right away. So I thought that was very, very well done and very genius. Um, I am just, uh, as you can see, I'm, I'm a raving fan of your site. So I, um, I want to, uh, before we get into the specifics there, uh, I'm going to kind of do a general overview of, of, our, of our conversation today. So um, I'd love to get into why you think the gig economy matters, uh, then dig into some more specifics about leveraging a side gig to get ahead, and then uh, finally get your perspective on the future of the gig economy. So we're going to going to do kind of a world tour here. <laughs> so uh, so looking forward to getting your opinions on all of these things. So um, on your site, um, posted next to all of the side gig, side gig platforms that are listed there, you also have the hustle score, which is a dollar sign rating which denotes the range of money that uh, one can expect to receive from completing that work. So if you could walk me through um, how many side hustle ratings or side hustle scores um, do you have on your site right now? Um, Well, what we do is we rate on a a scale of one to five. And it really, the rating reflects more than just how much you're going to earn. It actually tries to pick up the risk involved in that side hustle, the costs involved in that side hustle, the working conditions. It, it, it gives you kind of a range of things that we wanted to put into one score so that, you know, you're busy um, and 
so you yeah. want to get a, a, a read of at least, I mean, it, these are subjective scores, of course, they're rating, um, but they're our best evaluation of how well that side hustle works for the hustler. Um, and so, like I said, it's going to take into uh, account everything. And every single one of the 300 side hustles we have on our site get a hustle score. That's a key a component of our, our ratings. I absolutely love that because you're kind of cutting through all of the chatter and you're getting kind of to the heart of the matter, right? I mean, I think that's maybe the number one question people have is, okay, well, how much money can I make doing this? Like, What is, what am I actually going to take home? Which leads me to my, my next question is, uh, do you have any idea as to what are some of the most lucrative uh, side gigs that are, um, that are listed on your site? Oh gosh, um, there's so many. Um, if you're professional, they um, there are a zillion different ways now that you can work from home through an online platform. Um, I, platforms like Flex Professionals, Free Up, Onward Search, Skip the Drive, they are all um, I, looking for people with lots of experience who they're going to pay at professional rates, and so you can make a hundred or more. $100 or more an hour um, working on these platforms. Um, there's a, an accounting uh, company that does all of its business online. Now, they don't pay as well as the big accounting firms, but you're basically working off of Skype and from home. And so you don't have the normal expenses of being an accountant and having to drive to an office and have business suits and all that stuff too. So there's a trade-off, right? And mm. and so um, I, I, there are literally, I mean, it, like I said, we have 300 platforms rated. I would say 100 of those platforms will pay you 30 to $100 an hour. That's amazing. And that's just so uh, eye-opening, I think, as well, because I think when we first say the words side gig or side hustle, people immediately think about the ride shares, the food deliveries, the maybe even the dog walker services. And so for you to say 30 to $100 an hour, like that is, again, just eye-opening, right? And, and for you to be able to display all of these different options, um, I think is really powerful. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, in the, the side hustles you just mentioned, dog walking is actually a great one and you can actually earn $30 an hour walking dogs or watching dogs overnight. Um, go on Rover, which is the better of the two sites that arrange this and you get to set your own rates. Um, but the rideshare and the delivery services are among the worst rated side hustles yeah. on our site. Yeah. Um, yeah. And those are the ones that everybody knows about. Those are the ones that advertise. And that to me is kind of the tragedy is people think that this whole freelance economy is made up of rideshare companies and the rideshare companies suck, but they don't tell you. I mean, they tell you, they advertise these high rates that they're going to pay you per hour, but they're really kind of lies. Um, they, they don't, they don't pay you for the time it takes to get to the person you need to pick up. They don't pay, or they don't like talk about all the expenses you have, like, 
gas and insurance and maintenance and all this stuff to do their job. When you account for all that stuff, you're making barely minimum wage. You can do better. I promise you, you can do better. Yeah. And and I think, too, also people are uh, maybe glossing over the fact that they perhaps have a, a marketable skill or they want to dabble in a different industry or they want to try something new. And maybe this is a way for them to test it out without going full force into uh, a scary entrepreneurship um, endeavor. Right. Um, actually, one of my uh, former uh, guests that I had on earlier, Dan uh, Pramak from Axios, said it was quasi-entrepreneurship, which I really, <laughs> I really like that that term um, because, again, you're uh, kind of getting into an an industry that you have a skill in, but then also you're working on your own terms and leveraging these prep, these platforms to be able to uh, to springboard into maybe something even better. So um, yeah. this is all this is all great stuff. I want to jump now into um, your blog because I really love uh, the diversity of the articles that you have on there. I can really tell that you have that uh, the, the journalistic uh, background because I really like all of all of your titles. Now I want to talk about one in particular. The blog is called uh, "Use a Side Hustle to Pad Your Resume." And as soon as I saw that title, I'm like, "Ooh, I need to read this because it's such a uh, paradigm shift, right? A lot of times people side hustles are thinking, okay, I do this for supplemental income or springboard be to something else. But I thought it was really clever because it never dawned on me that like, yeah, you should absolutely <laughs> use your side hustle to pad your resume. So can you get into kind of the thrust of the article, what it's about, and uh, maybe some of the big takeaways? Well, well the big takeaway with all of this, and, fr- and frankly, I never really thought about it either, but I um, got a, a, a recruiter and started talking to me about how they she looked at side hustles um, as being this big positive on somebody's resume because it showed so much initiative and responsibility and and depending what the side hustle was it could um it could highlight all sorts of soft skills that are so hard to put on your resume like everybody wants to say i'm really good with people but if you have a side hustle where you get rated um you know whether you're good with people. You, your, your, your rating on that site is actually going to say, "Oh, look at all these customers that I've I've worked with and how well they like me and the service that I provide them." Um, I, I uh, interviewed a guy who um, made Rover into a full time job. He was a salesman, and he ended up um, I, basically retiring from his sales job and decided to put all of his kind of um, marketing skills to work at making um, I, watching dogs overnight a, a full-time profession. He makes more than $60,000 a year now. Um, only watch, watching dogs. He loves it. He says he's lost oh, weight. He's oh, just, my gosh. And he basically has more than 100 five-star ratings. And so like now if you took that and you said, okay, I want 
I want to get another sales job. You show Mm -hmm. your employer, you tell your employer, hey, look, I've been running my own business and look at all these five-star ratings and look at how well I've done all this stuff. I, I, I would hire that guy in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, absolutely. That's social proof right there. I mean, you cannot manufacture those ratings, right? And exactly. people love their dogs. I don't have a dog, but I would love a dog. But I would imagine that that is, you know, it's, that's valuable property. And if somebody is actually doing a good job taking care of your dog, yeah, it's, it, it just extends into so many, uh, so many different ways. Um, so... The other part of the article that I thought was interesting or kind of how I looked at it was maybe on the flip side of, okay, I don't want to have my side gig turn into a full-time gig, which wasn't the case for this uh, gentleman that like totally scaled up Rover. So on the flip side, if I am trying to get a promotion or I am going for a different job or a different um, uh, career using a side hustle to to again like you said demonstrate those skills instead of trying to uh, launch me into being coming a business owner because being a business owner is not for everyone right oh, like it's right. just yeah. not <laughs> well, you know the thing is with a traditional job um your employer decides when you have the skill set to try to go to the next level when you're doing a side hustle, you decide when mm. you have the skill set to go to that next level. I love that. Yeah. And so if you need to demonstrate to your employer, yes, I do have that skill set, you can actually use your experience with a side hustle to explain that, to illustrate it. Yeah, it's it's just such a, again, paradigm shift that I, again, did not even dawn on me uh, to even consider. So I want to talk a little bit more about uh, SideHustle.com and um, the quiz that you actually have on your site. Uh, I did not take the quiz yet, but I still need to. But I thought it was really clever that you have on your site kind of a uh, find out more about yourself quiz, what kind of a side hustle is right for you? What was the idea behind that? And how did you come up with that? Well, to be honest, what um, the reason why we came up with that is because right now with 300 different side hustles on the site, there's just so much that um, it's, it's hard to find what you want sometimes. And we're going to go through a major reorganization process of the site so that to again make it easier and easier to find exactly what you're looking for but in the meantime what we thought well you know what this here's the thing knowing that there's such variety out in this side hustle world we wanted people to realize that whatever your unique combination of skills interests resources are there's a side hustle or probably a lot of side hustles that absolutely suit you. They're ideal for you. And so what we want people to do is not only take the quiz, but take it a whole bunch of different times because Mm. you'll find when you take it that we're going to ask you questions like, okay, do you want to work on yourself? If you say you want to work, well, do you want a creative job? Do you want a physical job? Do you want an intellectual job? Well, 
depending on the day, I'm going to answer that differently every single time. Right. <laughs> yep. And you probably would too, right? And and so depending on your answer to that, it's going to take you down a different path. And um and again, I mean, you know, oftentimes what you'll find is it, even at the end sometimes at the end we'll have one online platform that we think is probably ideal for what you've described. In other cases, we'll have three or four and, um, and, you know, you can click through and find out all about it and say, Oh yeah, maybe, maybe not, you know, like whatever, but we want to narrow down the choices for you so that, um, you don't have to spend a terrible amount of time searching because there's just too many choices. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cause yeah, it is a little bit like information overload, but again, it's, it's because what I actually said in the introduction, uh, was there's a bunch of computer nerds in Silicon Valley have now made it easier for us to go ahead and plug in our skill sets into these pipes. And if you have anything from a, a vehicle to a coach bag, you know, you can, utilize those those platforms and kind of uh, fill the pipes with uh, either talent or actual assets, which I, again, I'm endlessly fascinated by. The Side Gig Central podcast is powered by Drive It Away, the only rental car company built around rideshare drivers so that you can rent to own your vehicle. Visit driveitaway.com for more details. So, Kathy, tell me, like, one of your favorite things about working on this uh, on this project on SideHustle.com. Well, for me, I mean, it's selfishly, I learn something every day. I, 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 I never really expected to find this many um, different side hustles, different ways to make money. I didn't realize how well paid some of these were. And I've actually tried some myself and, um, and it's been a blast. So um, on our, uh, in the rent section of our, our site, you'll find that you can rent almost anything. You can rent your vacuum cleaner, your car (laughs) or your, your tent and your, um, but you can also rent your parking place, your boat, your watercraft, um, or, and you can rent your house, which almost everybody knows because everybody knows Airbnb, but there are platforms you, where you can rent your house by the hour. Like, what? You know? Yeah, <laughs> so, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, um, uh, these by the hour platforms, a lot of them, you're renting your house to um, a, a movie director or a photographer who's going to take... Um, do either a movie or, or ad stills, right? And um, and they're incredibly lucrative. So one one day, I rent my house out by the hour um, through one of these online platforms. And in that one, it was a twelve hour day. But in twelve hours, my house earned fourteen hundred and fifty five dollars. Oh, like, oh, what? Oh my yeah. goodness! So. Yeah. That was after the site's commissions, everything else. It's like just one day. And it was like a blast. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's amazing. Wait, so uh, what geography? Are you East Coast, West Coast? Like what what state is this? I'm in uh, California near Los Angeles. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, but these 5 hour platforms are all over the country. Yeah. So. We actually, I mean, there. It, 
we have, I'm trying to think, a, at least a half a dozen mm. rated on the site. And, and most of them uh, have a specific geography that they specialize in. Right. But it doesn't matter. You know, you're in Chicago, you're in Atlanta, you're in Tennessee, wherever. It, yeah. They have these platforms that will rent your place by the hour. There's another one that will rent your place by the hour um, for um, like uh, cooking classes or um, – uh, um, or like bridal showers, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just for the movies. And again, it by the hour, I mean, you're renting your house for like what you would consider to be a good hourly rate. And it's your house. It's, it's, right. it's like not that much work involved. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's pretty much it. You know? Oh, so. my gosh. So wait, so what is the name of the pla- or, or we, we should send everybody to sidehustle.com. But what if we could name drop what platform this is specifically? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, well, let me tell you, because, again, the one I used was called Gigster, and it specializes in basically California mainly. Um, I believe they've also got some in New York. But there's Gigster, Peerspace, Ave, um, ooh, shoot, Splacer. Um, I'm forgetting some. I'm sorry. But, no, that's um, okay. They'll just have to go to sidehustle.com. They'll go on They'll go on rent, and then they can see everything that you're talking about. I just wanted to kind of get a couple of things. And also to uh, dive into the show notes if you're listening, and I will go ahead and, and list uh, a couple of those there. I've said this probably on three or four episodes now about just if you have a smartphone Wi-Fi and you have either an asset or a marketable skill like why are you broke in 2019 it is just there's so many ways that you can profit from these platforms and again like you said it doesn't have to be um you know something so over the top it can it can be as simple as renting out a room your office space just it's uh very very low barrier to entry yes absolutely and there is there is a side hustle for absolutely everyone. If if you want to make money in this big freelance economy mm. today, you can. There's just no question. It's just a matter of finding the right side hustle. And and I have to say, I mean, like, I, I, again, kind of where I started with the ones that everybody seems to know about are often the ones that are the worst. Yeah. Um, I, it, do a little bit more research because... What you don't need to do is um, get caught up in uh, this cycle I see that Uber and Lyft drivers sometimes get into. I mean, it's like they know they can make money on that site, but often they're making so little that they're kind of stuck in this minimum wage kind of cycle and um, break out of it. You know, like it's not hard now to find better information and accurate information about how much you can earn. Absolutely. Yeah, 100% agree. I, And that kind of segues us into what you think the future of this freelance slash gig economy holds. Do you think it's going to continue to expand? Because I, I did have an interesting conversation um, with Dan Premick from uh, Axios, and we were, we were talking about how all of these entities, specifically the rideshare companies, are not profitable. They're 
losing money, right? So they might be, you know, tightening up on just just business model in general. Um, but do you also think that aside from rideshare companies, do you see these plug and play side gigs expanding or contracting in 2020? Oh, they're going to expand. They're expanding now. Um, but it, but it, this industry is expanding and contracting all at the same time. It's, it's in flux. And it, it's kind of like any new industry. You see just a lot of churn. Um, there will be a whole bunch of platforms that go under, a whole bunch have gone under um, uh, in, over the last few years. In fact, I mean, the funny thing is I was, I was researching some cooking platforms for a, a blog post that I was going to write. And so these are platforms that allow you to cook in your own home and sell these meals, either like having people in or for pickup or, you know, whatever. Um, and I started out with a list of 20 that I had heard about and that I was about to research and all but about three of them were gone and closed up shop. And, and, and the biggest one that, you know, like I was still operating at the time, closed up shop a few months later. So more of them have, ju- you know, jumped in, in into the space, but it's just this, the, the churn is incredible. Um, but I think that what they're doing is they are, um, they're fulfilling a need. Um, they're, they're accommodating those of us who don't want the traditional nine to five, um, life. They're accommodating people who have small children and want to have more flexibility to work from home. And so that by nature is going to cause them to expand. To tell you the truth in my heart of hearts, what I want to have happen is I want I want side hustle to help drive the bad ones out of business and encourage the good ones. Yeah, (laughs) like Darwin is like survival of the fittest, right? Well, I always thought that good information, people people make good choices when they have good information. Correct. I just give them good information so that they can, so that they, again, I mean, the, the platforms like Uber and Lyft, they die when people stop driving for them. Mm-hmm. So if you want to stop them from acting abusive to their drivers, don't sign up. Go someplace else. There are better places to make a living with your car. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right. There, there's just, again, the the diversity is is truly mind-boggling. There's just so many ways. Again, 300. Like, that is, that's an astounding number. And now... You know, looking to the future, uh, as you say, we're kind of in flux. You know, we're kind of uh, not not taking into consideration all the, uh, you know, folks that are haven't even jumped into the gig economy yet. But looking at the the bigger picture of how many um, how many actual viable platforms are going to allow people to experiment and do something different uh, with their time. So I think it's, again, I am always fascinated by this, this subject and you seem to have your finger on the pulse of all things uh, side hustle. So um, 
Kathy, so, thank you so much for your time. This was a really great conversation. Um, I would I would love to have you back at a at another time. And actually, before I have you go, I have one last question. Since this is going to air during the holiday season, and um, I will definitely be writing about side hustles for the holidays. Give me your maybe ten or twenty second hot take on a side hustle that is great to do either during the holiday season or um, like really picks up steam kind of in the last, you know, November, December? Oh, gosh, there's a whole bunch of them. Um, I've actually done a couple of blog posts about this because there is so much hiring this holiday season. It's crazy. So you might want to look at the uh, side hustle platforms like, um, well, I mean, logically go through it, right? What happens during the holidays? People travel, they need people to watch their dogs, they need people to stock shelves because people are also shopping, they need all of these things. So um, uh, side gigs like Wanalo and Rover and um, Shift Gig are going crazy. There's some that specifically staff restaurants, um, which again, go crazy during the holidays. But a whole bunch of traditional employers are also looking for part-time employees during the holidays. Um, companies like Target and Costco and um, and uh, Kohl's are um, are hiring hundreds of thousands of people, and um, because the economy is, you know, the the job market is tight. They're offering um, not only discounts on their merchandise for these people who are hired as part-timers, but sometimes additional benefits like Target is um, is giving, um, uh, doing raffles every week with part-time employees where you can earn or you can win a $250 gift card. This is just in time for the holidays. Okay. Right. You know, <laughs> These are not bad things. And then two, if you if your holiday season is just too overwhelming to work before the holidays, um, the other thing that you should know, and again, I've written a blog post about this. You can find it by just using our search bar, um, is um, the Census Bureau is hiring for um, the U.S. Census, um, and they pay pretty well on an hourly basis. Their their pay varies based on where you are in the country and whether you can be a supervisor or whether you're just going to be a, a census taker. But they're hiring like half a million people to do census um, things. So if you end up at the end of the holidays um, with uh, a lot of debt, go find a census job. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it seems so it's I I don't really know much about census job, but is that flexible? Do you kind of yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I have no very idea. Flexible, very part-time. Mm. They actually are looking what what they're doing is they're looking for people to uh, fill in the blanks when somebody gets that census questionnaire and they don't fill it out and send it back. Um, they hire census takers to go and um, fill in the blanks, call them up, you know, make an appointment, walk the street, whatever it is. But the timing is largely yours. Um, they encourage people to go, frankly, nights and weekends when um, people are likely to be home. Interesting. So, wow. Again, a- another avenue to kind of walk down for for side gigs, Ben. 
I yeah, I think all of those uh, the holiday rush and just the holiday um, feeling in general is just one of overwhelming stress. And I think if we can maybe use a side hustle or a side gig to alleviate some of the, and most of the stress is financial. So for us to, um, you know, have an avenue to have access to on-demand cash, um, I think just makes it a little bit easier. Um, But yeah, I, again, really a huge fan of of your site um sidehustle.com i have uh i have the utmost respect for what you're doing what you're putting out into the world i think it's very uh needed especially in this wild west of the gig economy <laughs> and uh, i think like you're possibly the sheriff of the wild west <laughs> so i thank you can i um, i just mentioned by the way cuz i i the site is called sidehustle.com, but it's phonetic spelling. So if you spell it properly, you're going to get somebody else's site. It's S-I-D-E-H-U-S-L.com. And just, I I know you, you know this and, uh, but Mm -hmm. I I always worry because I know there's a site that's properly spelled side hustle and, um, and it's uh, largely advertising. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, well, so it'll be linked in the show notes. So um, so everybody that's listening to the episode will absolutely have the correct uh, URL. So they'll be able to get there in a GIF. Um, so, Kathy, thank you so much for your time. This was absolutely lovely. I um, really hope that I can have you back um, maybe in uh, Q1 of, of next year and maybe kind of get your perspective on uh, uh, the new year and and what's happening with uh, side gigs. My pleasure. And yeah, absolutely. Elaine, anytime. Thank you so much. And uh, where can, uh, aside from uh, sidehustle.com, where can folks um, get a hold of you or what social media platform do you hang out the most? Oh gosh, I'm terrible with social media. I am on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Um, I'm on uh, Instagram. But do I check it all that often? No. You just send me an email at Kathy Christoph at sidehustle.com. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. No, that's great. I always like to ask that question because everybody has a different preference, you know, and not everybody is, you know, on the same uh on the same platform there. So uh, perfect. We'll add uh, Kathy's email also to the show notes. And uh, I think that is, that's all I have for today. Again, thank you so much, Kathy. And um, I will talk to you soon. Okay, great. Thanks so much, Elena. It was a pleasure. Thanks so much for listening to the Side Gig Central podcast. You can dive into the show notes for this episode and for all past episodes at SideGeekCentral.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll talk to you very soon. And by the way, keep up that side hustle because it looks good on you.